0: You know, I don't know why uh, David asked me to preach today. I didn't ask him. Um, I do know I'm going to blame it on him if it's bad because he's been coaching me. <laughs> I'm just playing. I'm just playing. Uh, and I'm just going to be loud today. So if the sermon's bad, I'm just going to be real loud so you don't fall asleep. Amen. Yes. All right. So today I wanted to talk a little bit about um, faith. And I'm not talking about the belief part of faith. I'm talking about the action part of faith because, you know, we can believe in something, especially something we don't see, but are we acting on that faith, you know, because that's what faith is about to me. It's about taking that action, um, you know, and it can be, well, really and truly, I think, I think James said it best, you know, faith without works is dead. Um, I mean, it's in the Bible. So we're instructed by James, and y'all know who James was. James was Jesus' brother. Man, how hard, how hard was that gonna be? I mean, being Jesus' brother, what a what a load on you! I mean, it was almost like uh, Jesus was. I mean, James was forced, you know, into 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 being in the missionary and being in the ministry and stuff like that. But anyway, so James said it best: "Best um, faith, faith without works is dead." All right, so I got a little story for you, um, you know, because because taking that action on faith can be a little tough. Um, so, uh, my wife, uh, and she's right back there. Hey, <laughs> my mama's back there too. And Barry, hey, thanks for supporting us. We even had some folks from our church come today. Thank you guys for supporting me. I appreciate it. All right. So, uh, you know, my wife had been trying to get me to tithe and, and tithing is a big faith thing, you know, money, Money, I did not want to give away my money. I just didn't want to do it. It was my money. I made that money. I'm keeping it, right? So uh, my wife convinced me to tithe, um, and it, uh, it was really tough for me to do it first. And so I, we're tithing, we're tithing. And, and that, really and truly, though, that helped build my faith in God and what he does. And uh, so we took another step. We decided to have a son. Um, we call him T-Bone. His name is Taryn, but we call him T-Bone. I love that little dude. But um, anyway, so we have a son, and my wife, um, after we had the son, she got sick. And uh, it was tough for me to, to deal with that. And at some point, I decided, well, I'm not going to work. Um, I'm actually going to go home and help take care of my wife. And I uh, said, so no, I'm not working. So I'm not making any money, you know. But I had enough faith to... To believe that things were just going to work out. God was going to take care of us. So I went home. I took care of my wife. Uh, and it came time for payroll at my business. And I, I, mean, I didn't have the money. You know, I wasn't there. I'm, I, I'm a big part of my business. So I, I tend to make a good portion of the money. So uh, I'm like, you know, we're going to believe it's going to work out. So I even remember talking to my pastor. And we're praying about it, you know. And, and, and we're believing it's going to work out. So payroll's due a little on Friday. Thursday, I get a check in the mail from uh, my mortgage company, and they decided I paid too much money. Let me tell you, I do not give my mortgage company too much money. Like, I'm, I'm like crazy stupid with my money. Like, I'm not just giving it away. It just doesn't work like that. You know, but I have faith God provided. He is a God of miracles, and he does provide, I guarantee you. So, you know, what I want to talk a little bit about today, um, you know, when, when, we, when we have faith, we've got to actually step out there. So we've got to make that first move, right? God is actually going to meet us there, you know, but he's not, he's not going he, to uh, meet us there if we're sitting, if we're not doing anything. we got to take that action. You know, we got to do our part. Um, the other thing, you know, I want to talk a little bit about today is are we actually doing what God is telling us? You know, if we have that faith and we believe that, that God is going to be the Lord of our life and that He is telling us what to do, are we doing it? Again, we got to take that action. You know, it's not okay to just come to church every week and sit in the pew. You know, we, if, if David is up here preaching or somebody's up here preaching, we need to take that with us. We need to be doing that stuff during the week. I mean, that's how it works, that's what God wants us to do. We got to take that action. So I'm going to let you guys turn to uh, Romans 8 and 28. And while while everybody's getting there, um, we're going to talk a little bit about the things that actually stop us from taking that action. Um, But It's Romans 8 and 28. All right, so a few of the things that are going to stop us is fear. And let let me back up a little bit. It's up here, right? The things that stop us are in our head. It's in our mind. It's these thoughts. It's these feelings that are in our flesh that are going to stop us. You know, it's, it's, it's the fear, it's the doubts, it's the stuff. What are people going to think? You know, what if I do this? What's going to happen? You know what I'm saying? Again, um, we've got to have faith. You know, that God is going to carry us through that thing. So the fear. So Romans 8 and 28, it says, And we know that all things work together for good to those who love God. That in itself, that, that, that scripture right there should alleviate you from that fear. If you love God and you're doing what God wants you to do, all things, it says all things, not some things. It says all things work together for those who love the Lord. So I'm talking about uh, you don't have to worry about it. That fear right there, God is going to take care of it. And it may be that somebody else is coming into your life to help take care of that. Because God works through people. So we don't have to worry about the the fear. Um, So, yeah. I got a story about the the fear. Um, so we, let me see. I was working at Zaxby's, managing. Uh, I was a general manager at a Zaxby's in Grayson, and uh, you know I had this boss, this lovely boss, um, you know that we have sometimes. And I was having a hard time with him. It was making my job real hard. Um, and so I go to the owner, and um, well, one of the owners, and I'm like, dude, I'm having all these issues. We sit down, we have a meeting. Eventually, the owner's like, well, you're just gonna have to deal with it. So I'm like, okay, and, and then, so then my, my boss decides he is actually, or he starts talking about firing me, and I'm like, oh my gosh, you know, so we're praying, what are we going to do? Oh my gosh, you know, so I start looking for another job, and so I'm looking all over the place. I got all these interviews, you know, because I always did, I did well for Zaxby's, I made them money, I hit numbers, all that stuff, so I'm, I'm looking for these jobs, I got all these interviews, I'm talking, I had one, one company, I think I interviewed with them for like a month. Maybe a month and a half or something like that. I'm talking, I don't know how many people I went through. I get all the way to the last guy. The last guy's like, nah, I don't like him. We're not hiring him. So I'm like, God, what is going on? You know, I mean, it was one door after another, closing, closing, closing. And, and so, again, we're praying, we're praying. I'm driving down the road one day, and it hits me. I think God is talking to me. And he's like, dude, uh, yeah, he says it like that. Dude. <laughs> he's like, you're, look, you're looking for the wrong thing, man. You need to be looking for a place to do a business. And, and, and really and truly, that was my dream. And me, me and me and Morgan, my wife, we had been talking about that for years, right? And, and that, was my, that was the thing I wanted to do. Like, it, I mean, it was, it, yeah. Anyway, so uh, I started looking for this place to do a business. And I don't know about y'all, but, uh, or if y'all know, but rent is expensive. I'm talking like ugly expensive for anything that's in a good location. So we're looking, we're looking, and I come across this place here in Monroe. Um, it's right downtown. It's actually at a stoplight on the corner. Great location. I mean, just phenomenal. High traffic count, all that stuff you look for when you do a business. And um, so uh, I meet with the guy at the place, and uh, the rent is going to be like half the price of any place I've been to. And I'm like, oh, yeah, this is awesome right here. Now, mind you, we did not have any money to do a business. We didn't have none. Well, you know, we had a little bit of savings, like a couple grand or something like that. But I'm talking, I I don't know, it takes a bunch of money to start a business. Anyway, I'm like, dude, uh, I need to get some free rent, Um, please. And he's like, well, we'll start you here, and then we'll build up over the next six months or whatever. But uh, you got to move in today. I'm like, today? Oh, my gosh. What are you talking about? But, you know, my wife and I, we've been talking about it. We've been praying. So I'm like, okay. So we had to step out on that faith, man. And I'm talking about the level of fear was unreal. I mean, it was almost crippling. It was crazy. So um, I, uh, I had to overcome that. You know, we're praying about it. We're dealing with it. And you know what I had? I had to realize two things, actually. Two things. One was that uh, God was going to carry me through, even if I failed, God was going to carry me through. And then I had to to come to grips with that failure. Like I had to just play that tape through and be like, you know what? If I fail, I'm going to fail, but I'm going to get up and I'm going to do it again. You know, so that that, that fear, man, we can't let us cripple us. You know, we got to push through it. We got to keep going. The other thing, number two, number two, and I got three things, three things. Number two uh, is the unwillingness to actually do God's work. You know, oh, I want to sit and watch TV all day. Or, oh, when I go to work, I'm so worn out when I get home. Or, oh, I don't feel like going to church today. Or, oh, I don't care that that guy's going to hell. Oh, it don't matter to me. So, you know, again, that's a that's a thing that's in our mind. You know, that's a fleshly thing. You know, we, we, we can't let us, we can't let that thing hold us down. Um, again, if I don't feel good, if I don't... And it, I do the same thing at work. I got to go to work no matter what. I need to be helping people come to the Lord no matter what. No matter what is going on. I don't care if I'm pushing myself around in a wheelchair. I don't care if I'm bedridden. I need to be bringing people to the Lord. That's what I'm here for. All right? All right, so uh, let me get you all to turn over to um, Corinthians 12 and 7, and we're going to get to my third point here. It's Corinthians 12 and 7. This one's about Paul. You know, Paul was one of the disciples. Um, Paul was was one of them dudes that hung out with Jesus. I mean, how was that? Walking around with Jesus? Yeah. I do this little meditation sometimes in the morning, and I I visualize myself walking down the beach with Jesus. I love that stuff, man. It's going to be awesome to meet Jesus. Anyway, so, um, you know, this scripture is Corinthians 12 and 7. I hope I got it. Huh? Oh, oh, that's ugly right there. I don't know. It is second? Yeah, thank you. Yeah, see, that's what I'm talking about. All things work together for those who love the Lord. Right there. I got the hookup. Come on now. All right, so uh, again, this is Paul. Um, so one of the things that stop us is uh that that thing that goes through our minds that uh we're not perfect where i got all this sin going on over here how am i going to help somebody come to the lord right now um let me tell you paul and i'm sorry i know i'm getting out of the, out of the camera there my bad buddy right? <laughs> Um now paul let, let me just go ahead and read the scripture it says uh Therefore, in order to keep me from being conceited, becoming conceited, I was given a thorn in my flesh. And I'm gonna stop right there. Um, Paul had this thing, you know, that was eating at him. This sin that had him messed up. Paul was not perfect. Now, Paul was the, one of the main guys doing work for the Lord. I'm talking about he was a disciple, and he had this imperfection going on. If Paul can do it, we can do it. You better believe that because nobody is perfect. I'm talking nobody. Jesus was the only one that was perfect. That was it. Right. We've all got issues going on. We've all got sin in our lives. So that, that, that's not an excuse right there. Okay, God is going to use you anyway. I can guarantee you that. If you let him, he is going to use you. But you've got to let him. All right. So you might be asking yourself, well, what do I need to do? You know, if I can overcome this fear, if I can overcome this unwillingness, if I can realize that I'm not perfect and still move forward, what do I need to do? I'm going to let you all turn over to Thessalonians 5 and 16. Thessalonians 5 and 16. So I got this, uh, this buddy I know. um, oh my gosh. Second. Yeah, this is jacked up. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Yeah. All right. So uh, 2 Thessalonians 5 and 16. First. First. (laughs) That's all right. We're not going to worry about it. We're just going to keep moving forward. All right. So uh, I got this buddy of mine, and, um, and I don't know what it is, I guess. People like that. People like to bring their problems to me and talk about it and stuff like that. So I got this buddy of mine, and he is uh, constantly talking, not constantly, but he talks a lot about uh, him and his wife and the issues that they have and, and stuff like that. And um, it's the same stuff over and over and over. And so uh, I guess the last time we talked about it, it really and truly it was kind of irritating me. You know, I'm thinking in my mind, I'm like, why is this guy still talking about this stuff? He needs to take some action on this stuff, right? So it's kind of irritating me. So I, this last time, I go into full-blown preacher mode, and I just let him have it. I'm talking uh, big time. So one of the things I tell him, I'm like, uh, and y'all may have heard this story, but so there's this dude flying this plane across the ocean, and he crashes in the ocean, right? And he, he believes in the Lord, you know, but he, he's going to drown. And he's going to die if somebody doesn't come rescue him, right? So he's praying, God, help me, God, help me. So uh, this dude comes along. Maybe his name is Bruce, and he's flying a helicopter. And, uh, you know, he stops there. He puts down the rope, and um, he's like, hey, man, come on up. Climb up the rope. And the guy's like, no, I'm waiting on God, man. I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. So then this other dude comes along. Maybe his name is Lee, and uh, he's he's, uh, swimming on top of a cow. So he comes along on the little cow and and, the, and Lee is like, get on, man, get on, come on, come on. And the guy's like, nah, no, no, no. I'm waiting on God. I'm waiting on God. So then uh, the guy ends up drowning. You know, uh, he goes up to heaven and he's talking to God. And uh he's like, he's like, uh, how come you didn't come save me, man? And God was like, dude, I sent you two people, man. Why didn't you hitch the ride? You know. My point being is this, uh, when you're praying, God is going to send somebody, you know, to help you. That's how, that's how God works. He works through people. Now, I'm not saying God doesn't do miracles. He does. But I'm saying, typically, God is going to send somebody to help you out, right? And so that's what I'm trying to get across to this dude, you know. So I tell him the story and all that stuff because because, believe me, along the way, I have told him, well, you know, why don't, why don't y'all go to counseling? Oh, my wife won't go to counseling. And I'm like, well, why don't you go to counseling? You know, and so I asked him this time, so are you going to counseling? No, I'm not going to counseling, right? So the point of the story is, is this dude is not taking action. You're going to keep getting what you always got unless you do something different, right? Yeah, they call that insanity, doing the same thing over and over again, expecting different results. If so you come complaining to me over and over again, expecting something different to happen, that ain't gonna happen. You're gonna have to take some action. So um, Thessalonians 5 and 16, right? It says, rejoice always, pray with it. and I'm sorry, 1 Thessalonians 5 and 16. <laughs> rejoice always, pray without ceasing. So that's our first step right there. We need to be praying. Right? What do I do? What do I do about taking this action? How do I figure out what God wants me to do? I got to pray about it. I got to ask God. Well, I got trouble even believing in God. Ask God to reveal himself to you. If you have doubts, ask God to take those doubts from you. You got to pray about it. That's our first step right there. You have to pray about it. I don't care what it is. It says right here, pray without ceasing. So I'm talking about an ongoing conversation with God. Ongoing. You know, like you're talking to your wife every day. That's how you need to be talking to God. Or you're talking to your husband every day. That's how you need to be talking to God. So prayer, that's the number one thing, right? All right, so one other thing I want to touch on about prayer is uh, some of y'all might be at that step, and God has already told you what to do. And you're wondering why your prayers haven't been answered. It's because you're not taking that action. I'm telling you. And if you forgot what that was, what God told you to do, ask him again. Take that action. He's waiting on you. Oh, yeah. He's going to meet you there. You just got to get there. All right. So the other thing, um, after we pray, we got to look for it, right? Okay. Because, like I said before, God may send somebody to help us, right? And really and truly, that, that is almost always how it's been in my life, is God has sent, my, sent somebody to help me. I'll give you another example. So I'm, uh, we opened our second business in Athens. And, uh, you know, I, again, it's a big faith thing. Like, I don't even have all my stuff together. And we're like, oh, yeah, let's go ahead and open this thing. And God's going to work it out. It's going to work out. But we're going to step out there, right? And so I'm like, it comes down almost to the end I'm about to open. Man, I don't have a display uh, case. I got to have a display case. I gotta have a display case. The way I run my business, i got to have a display case. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, what am I going to do? I can't find one. I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm looking. And uh, where is, uh, is Glenda at? Is she in here? She's up in the booth. Yeah, there she is right there. So uh, Glenda calls me on the phone one day, like right before I'm supposed to open, I think, maybe a week or two before. I can't remember. She's like, uh, do you need a glass case, a display case? And I'm like, What? You have got to be kidding me. I think that might have been what came out of my mouth. I couldn't believe it. I could not believe it. It was unbelievable. God provided that display case. I don't care what y'all say. He hooked me up. (laughs) He worked through Glenda. Oh, yeah. So we got to pay attention. You know what I'm saying? We got to see the signs. There's all kinds of signs, you know. But we got to be paying attention. The other thing, you know, number three, and I got five things about what we're supposed to be doing. Five things, five things. Number three, and this is what I've been saying the whole time almost I've been standing up here, is once we pray and we're paying attention to what's going on around us, we got to move on that thing. So, like, let's say that uh, we have a wayward kid, right? We got somebody that's in drugs or, or whatever it may be. Um, if I'm praying to God about God helping that, that child, I've got to be doing something too, right? And and you may say to yourself, well, I've been trying for years and all this stuff, and I've been giving them Bible scriptures, and I've been doing this. You need to do something different. God has not opened that door because you need to do something different. You need to take another path. Okay? So we get, again... We have to meet God halfway. We have got to take that action. We have got got to be listening to God. We've got to be praying. And then we've got to move on that prayer. Okay? We've got to take that action. You know, if you need some motivation about taking action, ask yourself, do you want that family member to go to hell? Do you want that friend of yours to go to hell? Think about that. I don't want any of my family to go to hell. I don't. You know, that right there is enough motivation for me. All right, number four. So we got to get out in front of people, right? So let's say I'm talking about people in the community. And again, I'm kind of kicking off that, that, uh, do we really want these people to go to hell? I'm talking about in the community. I'm talking about uh, around this church right here, right? I'm talking about these houses over here. OK, we got to get ourselves in front of people. And let me tell you, uh, people, my experience anyway, people don't respond real well to, uh, well, let's go give them a tract. You know, the little pamphlets people used to hang out, hand out. I guess people still do that. You know, let's go give them a flyer or whatever. You know, what I've seen work is uh, if you're walking by somebody's house or you're driving down the street over here and their yard is covered in leaves. Go over there and see if you can rake their leaves. If, and if they get leaves again, go over there and see if you can rake their leaves again. Knock on the door. Hey, do you need me to go get you some groceries? I'm saying we got all we got to do is get in front of the people. God is going to take care of the rest. All we have to do is get in front of the people. People are going to get curious. They're going to be like, what are you doing here? Why do you keep asking to come and help me? God told me to come over here. That is why I'm here. Once... We need to build relationships with people, right? We have got to build that relationship. People will become curious. People don't understand uh, us helping people for no reason. In their mind, it's no reason, right? People don't get that. Why is this guy helping me? What is going on? It starts their mind turning, you know, and then that's, that's when we say, God told me to come over here. Let me tell you about Jesus. Let me tell you what he did. Let me tell you why I am the way I am. Let me tell you why I'm here. Okay? we got to get our foot in the door. God, I'm telling you, the faith of it, God will take care of the rest. But we got to take that action. we got to meet God there. We've got to meet him there. All right. The last thing, number five, number five. And I don't know if I'm over or what. I guess I'm all right. Number five, don't give up. And I know I've touched on this a little bit already, but let me tell you, uh, oh, my goodness. I'll give you a good example uh, about not giving up on my business. Uh, there's, you have no idea how many days I wanted to just give, on that, give up on that thing and just walk away from it. Because uh, that kind of stuff is tough, man. I'm talking hard. It can be real tough. You know, I'll pray. There's been mornings where I've been on my knees inside that building praying. There's been, there's been times where I've gotten so angry I've hit the wall, literally hit the wall, you know. But I've, 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 God has given me a vision for that business. It's not to fix computers. It's not to do IT stuff. My vision for that business is to fund a different kind of business, a recovery place. So I can't, I can't give up on that thing, Right? I can't. It's not in the works. It's not in there. I've got to keep moving forward on that thing because I gotta do God's work. I gotta do it. You know, for me, it's not it's not a choice. That's what I'm here to do. It's God's work. That's it. So to bring it home. God wants to work through us. We have to have the faith to let Him enter our lives. We gotta have it. Okay? You know, God will meet us there. We pray about it. We take that action. And God is going to meet us there. And God has a plan. He wants us to achieve, medi- he doesn't want us to achieve mediocrity. He wants us to achieve greatness for him. I'm talking about greatness. I'm talking about, he wants us to be awesome. He doesn't want us to live these little menial lives. He wants us to make a difference. And I'm talking about a big difference. yes. And it's never too late. we got to quit letting that junk in our minds dictate what we do. It's never too late. Thank you, David, for letting me come, man. I appreciate it.